It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel round his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped round him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said, Not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen. But this is to fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. You're listening to a word from the Lord TV. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tan, and I'm your host, as well as I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here at the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I also serve as the co-founder of a word from the Lord Inc. And we're so happy that you've joined us today on today's program. On today's program, we're gonna be talking about uh, Jesus as the washing of God. Jesus as the washings of God. As Jesus moves on from the miracles to a mandate. And most of this series of John on the Run has to do with Jesus' miracles, but this 
is an important mandate about servanthood in the Christian faith. Jesus as the washing of God. So we're going to continue in that series. I want you to stay tuned because God has a mandate for you. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we all must obey this mandate in Jesus Christ. So we want to thank you once again for listening. But before we go on in the program, I want to take this opportunity just to share about uh, a word from the Lord, Inc. Word from the Lord, Inc. is a Bible teaching media ministry of myself and my lovely wife, Kimberly Etar. And we use mass media to expose uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ through the personalities of myself and my lovely wife, Kimberly Eton, to as wide an audience as possible. Uh, our vision is to use movies, and you've seen uh, the opening of today's program, a part, a clip from a movie, television. We have a vision uh, to be on satellite and to stream and also radio. And uh, we're already doing the social media part of our ministry, as well as the conferencing. We would love for you to invite myself, my lovely wife, Kimberly Eton, to uh, do a conference in regards to uh, pastors and pastors' wives' conference, as well as a men and women's conference. We connect them and come to your church and do a conference. Also, we use the arts. You're going to see on every program that we use a picture that was painted to exegete the text uh, that we're teaching on the program, as well as our writing books to equip the body of Christ. And I have written several books, and I'm going to tell you about a book today entitled uh, John on the Run. John on the Run is a series that I am preaching for today. And in this series, we have gone through uh, in the book, uh, we talk about Jesus as the word of God, Jesus as the wine of God, Jesus as the wonder of God, Jesus as the whiz of God, and Jesus as the wow of God. And last week, we talked about Jesus as the awakening of God. And today, we're going to talk about Jesus as the uh, washing of God. And all this information is found in our book. And I'll tell you how to get that book a little later here. But uh, we want to let you know again, if you want to support our ministry, you visit our website. The website is AWFTL with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton. Again, our website is AWFTL with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And this is what you will see. You will see our website. If you just want to support our ministry outright, just give a donation. Click this tab here. Uh, it says 501c3. And you can support us that way. Also, you can support us by calling 1-855-510-1397. Again, our 1-800 number is 1-855-510-1397. It's also a text line. So if we... You're encouraged from today's program. You can go ahead and text a note of appreci appreciation. And also, if you'd like to support us by using PayPal, our, our PayPal is paypal 
paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. Again, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. And you can give that way as well as we have cash app, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. Also, as you scroll down our site, this will tell you the vision. Our vision is written. Write the vision down. And the book for this month to help support our ministry. All of my books go to help support the ministry. The book this month is John on the Run. John on the Run. You click this tab, and for a donation of $12.99, uh, you can support our ministry. I'm preaching through that book right now, and I told you a little bit about that before we came to today's uh, website. Also, another way you can support our ministry this month, we are sharing the secret to your best life, secret to your best life, which has to do with your purpose. If you don't know the purpose why you were born, the purpose for living right now. My purpose is a word from the Lord, Inc., to spread the gospel and to use all of my gifts, talents, and ability to glorify God. And you'll see all of that in our ministry, a word from the Lord. What is your purpose? If you haven't discovered your purpose, then you need to go to our website, awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org, and come down and click this link. For $19.99, a donation of $19.99. And uh, if uh, you hadn't found any of those links, you can click this link and it'll take you to those two books above, as well as all of the other books I've written. I'm particularly uh, proud or excited that God enabled me to write a book called The Me Too Movement of the Bible as we try to women, uh, minister to women and men who have been exposed in that way or taken advantage of. Also, Black Lives Matters in the Bible's mother book, I am uh, pray that God would use in a greater way. Also, you can look and see all of my books on the single life, uh, sex in the single life, how to choose a worthy mate, how to be blessed as a Christian single. And also, for pastors, uh, hang in there is a book I wrote to encourage pastors as well as to teach expository preaching in my book on expository preaching right here. So we want you uh, to visit our website again, AWFTL with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton. Take advantage of these resources to support our ministry. You can also jot us a note here, and this goes to our email when you jot a note there. And also, again, you can text us at 1-855-510-1397. And also, if you'd like a copy of today's program, you can click this link, and it's the link to our YouTube, and you can download an MP4 file to your computer, to your phone, to your iPad, and watch today's program over and over again. Or if you like to listen, go to our Facebook page here and look uh, for the picture that says uh, Jesus as the awakening of God. Click that. That's our podcast. You can download the MP3 file. All for free. Most ministries uh, sell tapes and CDs, but we want to find a way to graze where anybody can be a part of our ministry. So please be involved. If not any that we've said before, please be in prayer for us as a ministry. I want you to stay tuned as we get into the Word. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to A Word from the Lord TV. 
We're going to continue in the series again from my book, John on the Run, John on the Run. And this series is being preached as we stand on John chapter 13, verse 23, uh, to enable you to develop this kind of relationship. He said, now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Now, this uh, series is being taught and the book was wrote uh, and being preached for Christians to develop a deep, close, personal relationship with Jesus, like the disciple whom Jesus loved. So we want to encourage you in your faith to go further in and deeper down in Jesus' name. We've, we've done several series or several messages in this series, as I shared before, Jesus as the word of God, Jesus as the wine of God. Jesus as the wonder of God, Jesus as the whiz of God, and these are all chapters in my book, Jesus as the wow of God, Jesus as the awakening of God last week, and today we're going to talk about Jesus as the washing of God, Jesus as the washing of God. We're going to look at this great mandate that we may basically never hear about, at least not on television ministries or things such as that. Um, but this great mandate Jesus set in place uh, before he went to the cross. So let's read today. Uh, John 13, 1 through 16 is the context and I'm going to read today uh, 1 and 2 and 7 through 10. So let's read today. It says, it was just before the Passover. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own whom were in the world, he loved them to the end. One uh, evening meal or the evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Verse 7, Jesus replied, do you not realize now what I'm doing? but later you will understand. No, Peter said, uh, you should never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you will have no part of me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. I read to you today, uh, John, um, we just went through uh, one and two and seven through 10. Uh, the context is one through 16. So you need to get that context. But today we're going to talk about and a message today entitled Jesus as the washing of God uh, from John chapter 13. Uh, we're going to talk about the progressing of the dinner. We're going to talk about the prompting of the devil. And we're going to talk about the purifying of the disciples, the progressing of the dinner, the prompting of the devil and the purifying of the disciples. And my thesis today, what I'm trying to communicate is that Christians who want to be great, must learn to serve the body of Christ. Christians who want to be great must learn to serve the body 
of Christ. And let's look at the maps. This is, we just left Easter. And, and last Easter, we were, we were right here where that yellow arrow is pointing. And this is a map of Jerusalem. And this map shows the different steps that happened on that uh, night. Um, but before everything happened, they were right here in the upper room. And this is where this arrow is, is preaching. It was in the upper city. There was uh, two sections of Jerusalem, the upper city, the lower city. And it was the upper room in the upper city. And there's a place, if you go to Jerusalem today, they have a place that they uh, mark out or they think is where they met in that upper room. This upper room also was a place where they were when they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So they moved uh, their headquarters from Galilee after Jesus died and came here to Jerusalem. So they were in this upper room, and this is where Jesus did uh, what we call the last sepulchers in this upper room. And there's uh, some things that were going to happen on that night. Uh, point number one shows where he was arrested up here in the Garden of Gethsemane. Remember, because they left the upper room and went, and anything Jesus seemed to be doing, especially major. He he did it through prayer. So this is where the Garden of Gethsemane is. That was his, this was seemed to have been his prayer closet. He liked to get away to pray. There were other things that happened that this map shows, but we're going to pause right now and just be at the upper room where Jesus begins to wash the disciples' feet. In my book, I tell the story about a bathroom attendant. And I say in my book that uh, I didn't do much clubbing because I just didn't feel comfortable there. You know, God had already got a hold of me at a very young age. I didn't do much clubbing. And I mentioned two places I used to go in Dallas, a teen club called Pizzazz. And when I got older, uh, Lady Pearl was there. And I talk about uh, in these, uh, up, these, these uh, uh, especially up upscale places, I noticed a person there that is the bathroom attendant, the bathroom attendant. And, and this bathroom attendant was there uh, to attend the bathroom. They would take care of the bathroom, but the, some of them got really creative and began to sell cologne and, and, and stuff for your breath and all of this. And, and when I thought about what Jesus was doing, and when I was writing the book, I thought about that lowly bathroom attendant. It was a dirty job. And Jesus in this text uh, uh, was doing to us a dirty job as we talk about the progression, uh, progressing of the dinner. It, it was just before uh, the Passover festival. You remember the Passover festival that came during Moses' time where um, you had to have uh, the blood of the lamb over the doorpost uh, for the uh, death angel to pass over your house. And they celebrated that uh, from Moses' time, even up to Jesus' time. It was a big thing, and that's what they were about to celebrate. But Jesus was about to do 
another Passover because Jesus was the lamb of God. And that lamb, which was Jesus, was going to have to die for all of us who call on his name today uh, for that death angel to pass over us and allow us to get into heaven. And he was a, this parallelism was going on at the time that many times we Christians miss, but Jewish saints uh, know and pick up all of this parallelism. And Jesus was about to be the new Passover. And it, and, and, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave the world. He knew that it was time for him to die. That's, that's the reason after he left this Passover dinner, he had to go and struggle with God in that Garden of Gethsemane that I showed you uh, on the screen. He had to struggle with that Garden of Gethsemane because the miracles uh, um, at that point would stop happening and there was a mandate that had to take place. Woo! And this mandate in Jesus' life was that Jesus had to die for the sins of the world. And if you're here today, we, we are happy as Christians to experience the miracles of God and we, and we love to see God show up and show out in miracles. But but Jesus right here was passing on a mandate and many times, most of the time of our life is living in the mandate and not the miracles. Ooh, I think I said something, saints. Most of our lives are lived in the mandate, not the miracle. And Jesus was God about to manifest the mandate of him having to die. And if you're going to be used of God, you're going to have to learn to die all of yourself. Die for yourself is goals and self is ways and and, and manifest the mandate of God in your life. You see, if Pastor Eton had his way, I would have been a thespian. I would have been an actor. You know, while I was in high school, I got all kinds of awards for acting and speech. And, and this is what the world was calling me to do and to become. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be Denzel. Denzel, who I wanted to be, a great actor. But there was a mandate upon my life. And that mandate was that I was called to preach. That mandate was uh, that I was called to write. That mandate was that I was called to this ministry to manifest uh, God in several creative ways. In Jesus' name, there's a mandate in your life that you're listening to. And looking at that God wants you to manifest. He wants you to give up your selfish ways and, and, and go to the mandate. Some people ask me, how did I get to Paul's Valley, Oklahoma? I got here because of the mandate. God called me here. And, and it was his will and not my will. And Jesus would have to struggle this night. He knew the hour would come in the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew there was a mandate. You see, the miracles are always You see, the miracles, the crowds, and, and, and the bright lights in the big city, that's, that, that, that's, that's the miracles. But the mandate puts you in a place where you have to die to yourself. And Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world, which meant he knew he was born to die. 
and he knew he was about to die. And what was the first thing that he did as the dinner was progressing? You see, the first thing he did was he washed the disciples' feet to be a manifestation of what the mandate was for a Christian. This is a wonderful painting uh, done by Simon in, in entitled In Humility. In Humility. Here's a, a picture of Jesus washing the feet of Peter right before he was about to die. Jesus was washing the feet of the disciples, but why? And, and I think, use my sanctified imagination. Now, if I was about to die, somebody would be washing my feet. Hello, somebody. If I was about to die, oh, I would be enjoying my last meals like those, some of those brothers on death row. Um, they get to choose their last meal and, 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 and they try to make it a great meal, the last meal. But Jesus, oh, wash the feet? Of Peter and the disciples? What was Jesus doing? What was he trying to say? Well, Matthew 26 and 2 says, you know that the Passover is in two days, two days away. And this is why Jesus was doing this. And the Son of Man will be handed over and be crucified. It was time for him to die. And as he uh, was about to die, he began to wash the disciples' feet as a sign of what he wanted his disciples to, to, to become and also as a sign of what salvation was. But it, it was a sign of salvation because he used the word picture about the, and saying that the, once your, your whole body is clean, all you have to do is wash the feet. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your whole body is clean, but when you walk around in this world, your feet will get dirty. And you have to, as I say in the book, you got to learn to confess your sins unto the Lord. First of all, you got to confess them as an unbeliever that you may get saved, that you might have your body washed. And God has sent me here today to say to you, you need to be washed of your sins. Some of you feel dirty listening at the sound of my voice. God says today that, I'm, that I want to wash you of the dirtiness. I remember when I used to work in uh, a secular job, uh, people used to always come around me and they would cuss. I mean, they would just cuss, 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 cuss. And to tell you the truth, before I got saved, I was a pretty good cusser myself until one, one of my friends brought it to my attention who had got saved and said, boy, you got a dirty mouth. And, and, and it seems like I'd reap what I was sown. I got in that environment when I sown and they would just cuss, cuss, cuss to the point that when I left work, I felt like I needed to take a bath. Felt like I needed to take a bath. And, and, and somebody today, you feel like you need to take a bath. God says, I've already washed you. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you shall be saved or you shall be washed. And this was a symbol of that. That's what Jesus was doing. Not only was it a symbol of uh, salvation, but it was a symbol of servitude. 
or humility as the as, as the painting says as this title you see in order for jesus to die first of all he had to be sold out this is the prompting of the devil this reminds me of a sermon i, I listened to on wednesday from bishop huggins uh, there he was preaching there in oklahoma city at uh, the simultaneous revival uh, for prospect church and he he did a message entitled, and he stood with them. And, and, and that's a wonderful message. You need to go up there to that Facebook page and listen to that message because he shows what happened. Judas, he said, was uh, the only one who was not from Galilee. He was an outsider. He was the treasurer. He, he And the bishop called him the secretary of finances. And, and, and he had he wanted to be a part of all of the miracles of Jesus, but he, he didn't want any, didn't want to be a part of the mandate of Jesus. And he sold Jesus out, the prompting of the devil, and that's what Judas did. He sold Jesus out. He portrayed Jesus. somebody's listening at the sound of my voice, and your heart is wrecked and aching because. Uh, you've been sold out, like that uh, pop song singer said in a song. Uh, talked about how her boyfriend broke up with her. And the whole song is about how, how he had sold her out and the, the anguish and the heart that she, she went through. It, it was a song called Escapism. She was trying to escape the pain because... Oh, she was sold out by a boyfriend. Somebody's listening at the sound of my voice and you've just been dealing with uh, Judas and they sold you out. You were married to him for 25 years and had four children with him and he sold you out and, and, and wants to go with another younger virgin. Oh, somebody's uh, listening and you were sold out in a business deal and you thought that this company or this man was Oh, was sincere and, and had expertise in business, but it, it turns out to be a Ponzi scheme. You, you, you got sold out by Judas, and Judas is, oh, I was looking at another program where a movie about a man who, who, who was sold out by his best friend, and his best friend uh, was having an affair with uh, his uh, girlfriend. Uh, you'll be sold out in this world because the devil is prompting folk all around you to sell you out. But what do you do? Oh, uh, and, and, and the song, it says that she tried to use drugs, alcohol and, and drugs and, and partying to escape her hurt, the pain that was going on in your heart. But I've, I've been sent here today to tell you that there is another option when you are sold out by the Judases in your life. I want to encourage you to depend upon the Lord your God because God has the ability. The word of God says that he can restore the years that the locust has eaten. And you've got to yet praise the Lord like Habakkuk said, yet I will trust in the Lord God sent me here today to let you know those who've been sold out by you to, that, 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 that God is going to work all these things together for your good because you love him and called according to your purpose. In the text there, I like to explain these stories like uh, 
like you are a uh, eight-year-old. And this is a story of Jesus, who was the son of God. And Jesus was the son of God. He had uh, disciples and he healed folk who had incurable diseases. These were the miracles. And he, he had the miracles of being able to speak to the storms. He, he can speak to your storm today. He had the miracle to raise the dead and the sick off of their deathbed. He, he had the miracles and he, and he went up to this great festival, the Passover festival, and, and, and in the text today, that's what they were celebrating and what we call, eventually called the Lord's, uh, the Last Supper. And they went up to celebrate this with his disciples. And, and again, he does this unique thing, even as he knew he was about to be portrayed in the Last Supper. There was one that was amongst him that was not clean, but he, he did this He as he was about to die. He began to wash the feet of the disciples. Can you imagine? I'm about to die and I'm washing the dirty feet of the disciples. You got to know that kind of world. See, we don't know nothing about washing feet. We like to do this as a symbol, but this was a practical task that he used of servitude, to explain servitude, to explain how his disciples should be. His disciples should be, number one, as we talked before, saved, and also number two, is that we must be servant, men and women of God. You need to come off your high horse, and you've got to have an attitude of a servant. I cannot stand a prideful man, a woman of God, and they think and become so suchy muchy, and they they lost the lost art of servitude. They have people serving them. They have armor bearers and people carrying their bags and and driving them around. That's not all oh, the image that Jesus left of servitude. Ah, uh, why is folk driving you around? Why are you not driving folk around? Hello, somebody. Um, why is people carrying your bags? Why are you not carrying other folk bags? You see, you better be careful that people make you a God. Woo! And they begin to serve you as opposed to serving God. See, I don't need anybody to carry my luggage. I can carry my own luggage. I, I don't need anybody to be my armor. But I, can, uh, I can bear my own armor. I'm a servant of God. Why do I need all these people running, trying to run and, and meet my every need? I'm, I'm very careful about what I say and what my needs are around the people because I know the people will try to meet that need. And what I, what I really want them to do is for them to meet God's need. My ministers, I train them um, to become pastors because I don't need... Uh, not many around me, you know, God will send us, uh, maybe have one or two around to help me. But I, I, what I need them to do is to manifest God's will in their lives. And that's not carrying my bags. Hello, somebody. It's being a humble servant for the Lord and serving the people of God with your gifts, talents, and abilities. And that's what this ministry is all about me, serving the people of God with my gifts, talents, and abilities. Hello, somebody. Let me say it again. With my gifts, talents, and abilities, I, I serve God. Hello, somebody. 
Um, if you don't have the gifts of service, you, you can't you can't serve nobody well anyway. You need to use the gifts that you have that God has given you and serve the body of Christ and not just the man of God. Hello, somebody, the woman of God. In Jesus' name, Jesus said that we're supposed to be servants. We're supposed to be humble. Don't get it twisted. I, I wear nice suits and all that nice shoes, but as I tell my wife, don't give me no shoes that I can't walk through the mud in. Hello, somebody. Don't, 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 don't give me anything that, 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 that I can't, that will hinder me, my service to the Lord. I feel like Joseph anyway, after he came from the prison, God dressed him up, put him on the back of a chariot and it made him number two in the land. Um, all I am is a dressed up servant and you can be the same in Jesus name. This servitude thing is very, very important. Jesus had to need someone to set him out. Somebody listening. Huh? It was God's purpose and plan for you to be sold out. Ooh, he said, why do you say that, preacher? Because it's a mandate. You see, mandates put you in circumstances that you would never put yourself in. Mandates do this for the glory of God. For your story, God wants to be glorified. And this is what uh, Jesus said in John uh, 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 John chapter 6, 71. He, he knew this was going to happen. He was speaking about Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. For although Judas was one of the 12, he was later to portray Jesus. And all of this was a part of God's plan. You being sailed out as a God, as a part of God's plan, because he wants to use you to minister to others. I can remember one time uh, I got a visit from my probation officer, which was very surprised because I had never, at that point, had never been arrested, didn't have a record. And I later found out that it was my best friend that sold me out. My best friend. We're all in this life. Will sell, will be sold out. I wrote a book on how to overcome generational curses and talked about how I was sold out once again by a mate long before Sister Eton, before me. And I was sold out in this life. You're going to be sold out, but God wants to use it. Oh, because there's somebody listening right now, the sound of my voice. You've been sold out and it seems like your life is over. God sent me here today to let you know that Judas in your life won't get the victory. God is going to work all things together for his good because you love him and are called according to his purposes. We all have Judases in our lives. Have, and, and they tend to be close folks. Don't you know, if, 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 if somebody found you dead, don't you know they wouldn't look for a stranger first? I was watching Dateline. I try not to watch it. I get so involved in it. I was watching Dateline just the other day. And this man ah, was ca called on the phone and, and saying that there was an intruder. Anyway, to make a long story short, they was looking for an intruder, but the evidence didn't say that there was an intruder. So they knew it had to be him. The people that sell you out the most are the ones whom you, you love the most many times. And, and, and they're the ones that they look to first. 
because it's always somebody closest to you that's going to hurt you the most. Woo! And Jesus went. But God says today, I know about the Judas in your life, and I will be Jehovah Jireh, and I will provide for your every need. Wipe off your tears and say in Jesus' name, good riddance. Hello, somebody. And Jesus' name. Well, I'm out of time. I didn't get to get to this last point. Um, but you can get the book and read the rest of the lesson. Uh, so I talked about today, Jesus as the washing of God. Jesus as the washing of God. And lastly, and I said it in this presentation, but I got to say it again. If you're listening at the sound of my voice and you do not know Jesus Christ as the watching of God, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, if you never remember praying what we call the sinner's prayer, it's really a saint's prayer. I call it a saint's prayer because this is how you become a saint. You have to pray this simple prayer and pray along with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today. I need a washing. For my whole body is dirty. I feel dirty. I feel filthy. I, I, and I just want to be clean today. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. I believe that he died for my sins, was buried and raised again on the third day so that today I might be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life. I accept this mandate in my life that Jesus Christ is the truth and that he is the only way to God. And I accept him today in Jesus' name. Amen. She prayed that prayer for the first time. And anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, I want to invite you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church at 311 North Dunbar. But if you pray that prayer and nowhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, we're going to pray that God would put you into a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-preaching church where you can grow up in the things of God in Jesus' name. You must find a church home, and I'm praying that you will in Jesus' name. Once again, I want to thank you for listening today. Once again, you're listening to a word from the Lord TV. And again, my name is Pastor Michael Eaton. I serve at the Bethlehem Baptist Church here in the heart of Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of Word from the Lord, Inc. And I'm glad that you've joined us today. I pray that God has ministered to you with this great mandate that he has for the body of Christ. And it's our job to obey the word of God. And I want to tell you once again about uh, the series for this month. It's John on the Run. It's a series title that's based on a book that I wrote entitled John on the Run, a New Testament uh, survey of the book of John. We always care, encourage younger Christians to start with the book of John. And if you need to be guided through that, you're a new Christian or you're an older saint. This is a, not just a book, this is a workbook, and it has links where you can uh, scan and watch videos uh, to each lesson, and we'd love for you to support our ministry by getting this book for $12.99.
John on the Run. And also, we shared a little earlier, you can visit our website. And our website is AWFTL with Dr. Michael at KimberlyEton.org. And we've shown you before, a little earlier, how you can support our ministry. You support our ministry. If God has really moved in your heart today and you just want to visit our website and click this tab here just to give a straight up donation, no matter how small or how large, uh, from five to 10 to 10,000 to 20,000, you may be a part of an organization that likes to support uh, the word of God being uh, exposed. So you bought into our vision and you want to be a part of spreading the word of God through a word from the Lord Inc. Uh, visit this website again, AWFTL with Dr. Michael KimberlyEton.org. Just click this tab and donate. Also, you can call us at 1-855-510-1397. Again, call us if you'd like to make your donation through the phone. Call us at 1-855-510-1397. Uh, we'd be happy to speak uh, with you. Also, as we said before, there are several ways you can support us. Use PayPal, paypal.me uh, backslash a word from the Lord. And for younger people, and now some of us older people know how to use Cash App. You can Cash App us at a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. No gift is too small. Again, five, ten, even if one dollar, whatever you'd like to give, a one thousand, and no gifts is too large. Uh, we'd love for you to be a part of this ministry and spreading our vision that we shared a little earlier. Again, it's the Bible teaching ministry of myself and my lovely wife, Kimberly Eaton. Our vision is to use movies, as you've seen earlier, and seen during my, my preaching or teaching. Uh, also, television, radio, social media. Most of you are listening or looking right now through social media. Also, conferencing. We would love to be come to your church and do a, a conference for pastors and pastors' wives, uh, a conference on marriage or a conference on uh, uh, men and women. We'd love to be a part of your church and uh, don't let anything hesitate uh, for you to call us and become a part of that. Uh, uh, whether the lack of money, if God moves us to come, and he will provide the way. Call us at 1-855-510-1397. And of course, we use our writing, our books. I've written several books uh, that you can uh, read uh, this month again, John on the Run, John on the Run for $12.99. Tell you to get it now because after this series is up, it's going to go uh, back up and get it at this price. Also, I've said throughout this series, if you'd like to use this book and small groups, we can give you a collective uh, discount on these uh, books. Uh, 12 or more. We believe the perfect size small group is 12. So 12 or more, and you can get the books at half price. And uh, so uh, get John on the run for your church pastors and teachers. Also, again, we're sharing this month, The Secret to Your Best Life, another book, uh, it's a donation of $19.99. You do not know the purpose for your living. And the word from the Lord is my purpose. It's, it, it uses all of my gifts, talents, and abilities, every ability that I have. 
I use in this ministry because I've discovered my purpose and I use what God has gave me to try to impact the world around me. Well, God has given you something and wants you to impact the world around you. Maybe as a writer, uh, it may be as a teacher or a preacher, maybe as a painter, whatever God's gifts that he's given you, he wants to use them for your, for his glory. Use your story for his glory. Well, get this book. We'll, you'll learn more about the secret to your best life. And again, this link here will take you to any of my books. Again, I'm so proud of the book that God has enabled me to write, uh, The Me Too Movement of the Bible, uh, Black Lives Matters in the Bible. I wrote a book uh, last year on loneliness. You may be dealing with loneliness. Go up there and get that book. I've written several books, 30 books up there. So go and take a little trip uh, to our online library there. And also jot us an email uh, when you come to this link, or also you can text us, one 855 is our number. We want you to, we want to hear from you. Um, if you never send a donation, uh, uh, a word of encouragement can go as far as a donation. We always like to say we're not like uh, other television ministries. Uh, we believe that we should enable anybody to be a part of our ministry. And we do that by what I call grazing. You can graze by clicking this link here and click uh, this Facebook link. And you can get a copy of today's program as an MP4 file. It's a video file. And download it to your computer. You can download it uh, to your iPad or your iPhone. And uh, you can listen to it over and over again. And uh, also, most ministries sell these as DVDs. But we want you to get this free of charge. Also, if you'd like to get an MP3 file, that's music, using music files, uh, and music files, uh, but also audio files. And you can get that at our, click this link at Facebook and Look for the picture that says uh, Jesus as the washing of God. You can download that to your phone, your iPad, your, your computer, and listen to it over and over again. Share it with a friend. And, I, and you can graze in our ministry also through Kindle. If you join the Kindle Club online, I have it set up where you can read our books for free. And also, you can share them with others to read for free. So we're a different kind of ministry. Now, we need your financial support if you are able. But if you're not able, you can take advantage of anything that God uh, has given us. One of the gifts I have is the gift of giving. So uh, we give you this ministry, but we also ask for your support. And Jesus, and I want to thank you for listening once again to today's uh, program. And as always, we want to pray that May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. What we need is a spell.